Hello, my gorgeous thriving souls. Today I have a bit of a different message and I wanted to share it with you because it's the kind of thing that won't leave me alone. And I know that if you listen to this podcast, that you may be a person who also have these experiences or you're a person who is looking to open yourself up to experiences like this. And so here is what has happened to me. I'm going to just jump right into this episode and thank you for listening. Welcome to the Synergy Thrive Podcast. I'm Kelly Cole, founder of Energy of Thrive Tribe and creator of Synergy Thrive Academy. This is a podcast for ambitious moms who are tired of feeling like a lack of energy and constant stress that's preventing them from fulfilling their highest purpose. What if all the pieces you need to make that happen reside within you? Connecting the spirit, your brain, your body, your gut, and your mind creates a balance and synergy to thrive. Here is to thriving women. May we know them, may we be them, may we raise them. This is the Synergy Thrive Podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm going to start out by saying that if you are in a place where you're feeling like you're called to do something, you're called to do something great and be out there shining your light and be a beacon of light, then please come and join us for our healing circle. We are going to have a special focus on grounding yourself, on opening yourself to feel the divine, on walking through the little steps that you have to do to just get to that place where you feel connected, where you're bending the ear of the divine, of God, of source where you are in tune with that, which I really believe at this point with so many things that are happening and the world being in the state that it is, that that will serve us more than ever right now. And I'm going to share with you today something that's happened um, over the past week and a half. It's taken me a little bit of time to just process what's going on and what the true message is. And it may be true that Some of the message maybe hasn't even fully revealed itself to me. There's a little bit of a sense that I get that that's the case, that sometimes that full circle recognition doesn't kind of set in immediately. And sometimes it's like soon and sometimes it's years. And so, you know, that is um, the kind of place that I'm in right now and the message that I have for today, which is a really beautiful one. So thanks for tuning in. We have our next healing circle, uh, February 16th. And so we have a link for that. I'm going to put it on our episode description. So please click into that and, um, we'll see you there. So I'm going to start with a dream that I had, which was at the beginning of last week. And this dream was very intense. Um, I even was talking with people about it. Girl was advised. First of all, some people laughed at me. That someone else advised that I needed to just let go of like the premonitory part that felt like this dream was part of a premonition. Have I had dreams that have come true? Yes, I have. Um, usually they were in tiny little snippets, though. They're not this like prolonged story. Um, the story seemed to be basically one of fear and manipulation. And essentially in my dream, it was um, 
me at my home. I went outside. There were these weird things happening, like up in the sky, these like symbols, et cetera. And then as I came inside, it got dark. And there were with non-people things that were outside, like were they aliens? Were they, I don't really know. Um, but they were very manipulative. It was like they were smiling and like gently coaxing to come outside. They were um, sending like kind of like vibes in that you would be doing something else, like in the kitchen maybe or something, and then suddenly find your hand on the doorknob, like you were being drawn outside, um, but not of your own will. So things like this that were ne negative, manipulative, and there was just a knowing inside myself in this dream that the people that were outside were like getting like revived. So in this particular dream, I was, we were trying to stay inside. We knew that was safe. We were doing things that were making us happy. We were staying in a positive place. And that was creating like a bubble around our house. This outside force couldn't come in, but it was so tempting. It was so negative and it was so manipulative and it was posing as something positive. And I think this was actually the crux of the message that essentially there are so many things out there that are really driven to make you go into a place of fear. It's really the purpose to manipulate, the purpose to twist the message, the purpose to take the divine will that is meant for all of us and make it unaccessible. It's like this pure line of actual beautiful love that is always in us and directly connected to source and God. And it just severs it or it puts a little placeholder in between. So it's like, you know, disconnecting it so that you don't have access to that. And that's the purpose. And it might pose as something good. It might be quoting a Bible verse. It might be quoting a Bible verse. It might be doing something that looks like it's of the light and it's not. And that was the biggest message. So I woke up from this dream in the rest of the dream. It was basically like I was even putting signs on the door. I was even putting signs on the door that said, like, don't go outside, like to remind myself because I kept seeing my family members even like go to the door and I'm like, don't go outside. Um, but it was so tempting. So we just kept like getting, you know, seeing ourselves go towards the door and eventually like the, you know, the, the signs were like becoming unreadable to us. Like our own language was like turning, you know, into something we didn't recognize. And then I woke up. So it was so like disturbing on a couple different levels, but really the point is that, um, the message that was in the middle of the stream was that you have to stay in the positive to surround yourself in that bubble and you are protected. So as I was processing this and trying to come to a great understanding because it wasn't something that was like, oh, that was weird and like shrugged it off. It was an impactful dream. Like this was a message. This was a experience that was meant for me. That was supposed to be something for me to understand. And so as, um, as I started trying to process this and first of all, I was in a lot of fear and I was like, that's so out of the ordinary for me personally. I am not a person that stays in fear. And um, I was having a lot of struggle with that. 
so as I'm noticing that how fearful I was feeling, I just decided to be in prayer about it and be in meditation. So for anyone who has never listened to this podcast, as meditation is one of the primary sources of connection to myself, to the divine within me, it has continued to unlock like different levels upon levels upon levels of understanding and wisdom that has come along with the deepening of my meditation practice. And along with that has come a lot of understanding and knowing about who I am, what I am here to do, and how I am meant to use my light within myself and the divinity within myself to create impact and change here on this earth. And so I went um, purposefully into meditation and with the purpose of like, you know, I need to process this and understand what's the message here. And um, one, before I did that, actually, before I went into meditation, I, um, I, I just grabbed my Bible, but I couldn't find my Bible. So, and I'm not a person that always goes to scripture or always like goes into my Bible. I actually had put the Bible that I had been using away. I couldn't find it. And I was like, seriously, like right now, I really want to pop open a Bible and just like, look at something. And I couldn't, I couldn't find it. So what I did find, because my mother had moved within the past few years and she just gave me all of this stuff from my childhood. So all of this stuff from my childhood. And one of the things was my old Bible from when I was like a little girl. So I'm talking like six, seven, eight years old. And it is like scribbled on, like, you know, little kids do that stuff. And I was like, I can't believe that anybody let me do this. I know someone told me not to, but I definitely didn't anyway. Um, interestingly, one of the things, and I haven't opened this Bible, it's been in a box for years and I popped it open. And one of the things I'm just going to read the passage that was highlighted, um, because it spoke to me in this time and it is in revelations, revelation seven, it says, after I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth to prevent any wind from blowing on the land or on sea or on any tree. Then I saw another angel coming up from the east, having the seal of the living God. He called out in a loud voice for the angels who had been given power to harm the land and the sea. Do not harm the land or the sea or the trees until we put a seal on the foreheads of the servants of our God. Then I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 from all the tribes of Israel. And it goes on to list the 12,000 people from the tribe of Judah, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Naphtali, Mansai, Simon, Levi, Issachar, Zebulun, Joseph, Benjamin. I'm probably pronouncing a lot of those wrong, sorry. Um, a great multitude in white robes. After this, I looked. And there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before the throne and in front of the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. 
Then one of the elders asked me, these in white robes, who are they and where did they come from? I answered, sir, you know. He said, these are they who have come out of a great tribulation and they have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will spread his tent over them. Hunger never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat upon them, nor any scorching heat. For the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to the springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This, this is the scripture that I end up popping my Bible open to after I haven't opened that particular Bible for years. And this is what I see. Basically, it, it's the same. It's the same. In Revelation, there's so much death, destruction, just fear. Like, it depends what you're looking at, right? But what are we seeing right here? It's basically saying, you're following me, and you walk in my light, and I protect you. And this is actually the message for today. Don't follow the negativity. Don't let them get to you. Walk in the light. Stay in the love. Love beats fear every time. And I will tell you that the very next thing that my Bible like turns to, I have this giant bookmark and it was the 23rd Psalm. So the 23rd Psalm, the Psalm of David, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness, and for his name's sake, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, and you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is the message to me. It is the message to you. It's the message for everyone. This is what's meant for us. And do not listen to fear. Do not listen to negativity. If you see something that you think it is of the light, you think that it is of love, test it. Like, check it in your heart. Does it feel good? When I read these passages, it feels good. There are some passages that I will read that feel like a twist inside me or feel like nails on a chalkboard. They don't feel right. We all know the Bible has been rewritten in various versions. You know, these are the places that are true. These are the, the very fabric of the message that was meant for all of us. And so if you are experiencing fear, if you are feeling disconnected, please let this be your message that this is your time to come and reunite with that, unite with it. Let it be open to the feeling that is love that is meant for you. You are worthy of it too. It is meant for all of us. It is our birthright. It is why we are here to walk on this earth. Thank you for listening. Join me in a healing circle. If you are looking for this, sign up.synergythrive.org forward slash heal. And I would love to see you there. As always, I leave you with a thought that I hope you find something beautiful and even the smallest thing today. Beauty is love. Thank you for joining us on the Synergy Thrive Podcast. 
I hope this episode helped you take one more step towards your synergy and brought you one level higher to fulfilling your highest purpose. Please rate and review this podcast. Each review helps other ambitious moms just like you. Don't forget to take a screenshot of your review and tag me on Instagram at Synergy Thrive. I will see you in the next episode.